giving women that power to get over whatever their trigger is and identify it, they can rewrite it so it doesn't have to be a giant red button sitting on them that someone can come and push, right? Welcome to Couch Talk. I am Dr. Anna Kabeca, board certified obstetrician and gynecologist and board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine, a specialist in functional medicine, and an expert in women's sexual health. Today we are going to talk about the ways to boost your libido with a dear friend and guest, Dr. Keisha Ewers. And she's going to talk about your libido, what's going on with it, and how to accelerate it, boost it. Dr. Keisha has had a amazing background story. She's a world traveler, which of course I love. I love that adventurous spirit. She's been to many of the same countries and loves many of the same cultures I do, including Peru, which I'm so excited about. She's board certified in functional and Ayurvedic medicine, as well as being a doctor in psychology, sexology and a psychotherapist, an energy worker, a yoga teacher, and founder of the host of The Healthy You Radio Network at HealthyYouRadio.com. She has been in the medical field for over 30 years. After being diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, an incurable disease according to Western medicine, she began exploring alternative modalities which led her to Ayurvedic and functional medicine and a complete reversal of her autoimmunity within one year of diagnosis. Amazing. Dr. Ewers began integrating functional medicine with sexology in 2015 to create a new field of medicine known as functional sexology. You got to love that. Her Functional Sexology Institute focused on using functional medicine to find and fix the root causes of sexual issues. She has published articles and books and conducted research primarily on female sexual desire. Her constant thirst for knowledge in the pursuit of finding answers to her patients' problems has taken her around the world, learning from traditional healers and native cultures from such diverse places such as Australia, India, Mexico, Peru, Africa, and Sri Lanka, as well as from the best of the innovative thinkers and scientists our country has to offer. Dr. Keisha's commitment to empowering individuals to heal themselves has made Fern Life Center, her clinic in the Seattle area, a resounding success. Dr. Keisha offers personalized precision medicine approach through the use of genetics, specially testing individualized treatment, and classes and webinars teaching meditation, psychological healing to tools, and growth through self-awareness. Her model is an outgrowth of her lifelong dedication to the extension of consciousness and the development of human potential. Keisha, it's wonderful, truly an honor to have you here, and I know we've been trying to get together. We've crisscrossed in our lives so much, so it is great to have you here. It is really my pleasure. I mean, when I read your bio when you were on my radio show, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is a soul sister. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, tell us more about your story. So as you just related, I had rheumatoid arthritis many years ago. I'm 50 now. And when I was in my really early 30s, I got diagnosed. And I started thinking about why am I attacking myself? Because that's what an autoimmune disease is, right? And I thought about that word, autoimmune, and I realized I was turning on myself. And I started really going deep into the, the research on what I could do. So I went on PubMed, because you know that's where we keep all our medical literature, right? 
And I couldn't find it. There was just not much in those days. And I found one article about yoga and autoimmunity. I went to my first yoga class because I'd been this hardcore marathon runner before that and just beating my body. And went into yoga and said, oh my gosh, my yoga teacher talked the first class about this obscure word I'd never heard of called Ayurvedic medicine. And I logged it into my little brain and I went home and I went on to the search engine of the time. You remember Ask Jeeves? Uh-uh. Okay, so Ask Jeeves was before Google and Bing. Okay. <laughs> That's how long ago this was. So I put it into the computer and I pulled it up and it said, we're not all the same 10,000 years ago. They knew this in India. They said, oh my gosh, you know, just all these things that made so much sense to me that we can't go by the food pyramid, the standard American diet, the exercise the same program is right for every person. Ayurveda talked about us being different. And so I learned that. And like you said, within a year, my rheumatoid arthritis was gone. So I started working with a lot of people with autoimmunity. And one of the number one things is, you know, Anna, that they talk about is no sex drive left, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I started... I started listening to these ladies that were coming in my clinic and again, went to PubMed, looked for some information about what I was hearing because I would say, they would say, do you prescribe um, bioidentical hormone therapy? And I would say, yes, I do. Let's find, you know, do some testing and find out what's going on with you. And I then would start asking some very simple questions like, do you like your partner? Have you ever had a libido? right? Those are pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And I would get so many women crying with these questions. And I started going, my goodness, no one's really asking, did you ever have a libido? (laughs) You know? And so they would read that a hormone is going to spark your libido. But if there was some psychological thing going on, an emotional hurt, like their husband had had an affair five years ago, or they'd gone through a big job change or had a baby or a special care parent had you know that they were caring for then that was sapping their adrenal glands and they were thinking that actually um they could just get it taken care of the hormones so i heard it going to med there's nothing in the literature about the impact of held on to hurt on women's sexual desire so then i thought okay i'm going to go back to school and i did a research study about this and that's when i got my doctorate in sexology it was a, it was actually a specialty in hormones and the psychological, emotional, and spiritual and cultural root causes in addition to physical of what happens to a woman's sexual desire. So that's how I came to do this. And it's beautiful because there are so many layers, you know, and, and with you, it's, it's that peeling back of the layers to see, okay, well, what's been causing the underlying, underlying pain? What's the underlying reason? I like what you say is finding out about the held on to hurt. Right. So I developed this model called the HURT model, which stands for held on, held on to um, ha- uh, healing unresolved trauma. Sorry, it's late. That's what HURT stands for in my research. And so I have a model that talks about the ways that you can adaptively deal with stress and ways you maladaptively deal with stress. And when I started putting the model to work, I started seeing that actually you could plug in any disease, not just low sexual desire. You could plug in hypertension or joint pain or, you know, anything. No, has some emotional root that could be actually fixed with us. And so using some 
psychological tools was a big part of what I brought to this field and functional sexology was born. I love it. And, and Night sweats, hot flashes, tossing, turning, covers on, covers off is are one of the first signs that a woman who is approaching menopause experiences. Soon after, you may experience brain fog, fatigue, crashing fatigue, weight gain despite not doing anything different, as well as a decrease in libido. Well, that's when you want to definitely get on Mighty Maca Plus. Through over 10 years of clinical experience and hundreds of physicians that recommend this combination of superfoods that taste great, but they do the job. It is without a doubt the number one supplement you should be taking and trying. 100% risk-free, I want you to try it. So um, go to dranna.com and use the code SHOW10 to get 10% off your first order. And, and it's really key that, let's talk a bit about this held on to hurt, right? This... Um, aspect of healing because we know in so many pet clients that I've treated and working with sexual health that you know one of the big areas that I talk about is when there's um, the changes associated with the hormonal changes that cause pain discomfort irritation such as vaginal dryness or incontinence or thinning of the pelvic floor and those things become silent because we're not communicating them to our partner and how we can talk about it so let's let's hit on that how do you address this hurt so hurt in the way that i'm talking about it as far as held on to hurt is emotional hurt that you've had as a child so you know if if someone that most obvious of course is sexual abuse, and of course, one in four women, it's been reported, uh, have been sexually abused, and that's, that's just reported. So we think it's probably higher than that. But also, when you're growing up as a child, if you took on the meaning that you weren't smart enough, or you weren't pretty enough, or you were fat, or you know any of those things, then that too is a hurt that can be triggered in adulthood. So your partner says something to you about your weight, if you had that meaning when you were young, that that is somehow a terrible, you know, that you're somehow not good enough, then you're not going to really have sexual desire, are you? Mm. Right? If you, if you can't figure out how to put together or use the TV remote control and your partner says something about that, and you had a meaning that you attached to your intelligence when you were young, then you're going to actually react to that differently than someone else that says, yeah, I'm actually emotional, you know, uh, remote controlled brain dead. Will you just show me what to do, right? So it's like five people line up and they have five different experiences and five different meanings attached to them. And that's all dependent on what they decided when they were a child, right? And right. so my yeah. libido story work that I work with women on and libido mapping is going through what were those experiences that developed into meanings that you attach to yourself and how can you rewrite them if they're getting in your way? I, I love that because that's about rewriting your story, creating your new story, allowing the release of the past. But once you, I mean, one thing you have to do is to identify that. So how do you help women identify that? You go through your present and you see what are the things that get triggered easily. So, right? Do you, you know, you probably know what yours are. I know what mine are because I've been on the planet long enough to know <laughs> when I get triggered and why. 
And so one of the ones that will get me is if my, if I've been talking to my husband about a certain subject and then we come back and we talk about like the very next day, that subject comes up again and he doesn't remember anything I said, then I just think, oh my gosh, you didn't even listen to what I was saying. Well, someone else could roll that off their back. But for me, that gets me, I get very irritated by it because my little kid really didn't like to not be heard, right? Mm -hmm. There was a lot of stuff. I actually was sexually abused when I was a child and when I was 10 years old by the vice principal in my school. And I told people about it and they didn't believe me. And so I would get triggered by not being heard in a more dramatic way than somebody else does, right? So if I don't feel heard by my spouse, then I don't really want to have sex with them. So when I can see that, then it doesn't trigger me. And I can say, you know what, honey, Ashley, that's one of those moments right there where I'm not feeling heard. And then we talk about it and then I'm good. Right. And so giving women that power to get over whatever their trigger is and identify it, they can rewrite it. So it doesn't have to be a giant red button sitting on them that someone can come and push. Right. Mm. Yeah. So good. So, I mean, there's so many, again, like there are layers, layers to where that came from, to layers to um, you know, discover. When I work with clients in the sexual CPR program, it's that whole functional medicine model, right? So let's talk about that because all the dimensions come into place for our sexual health. Right, right. So in the functional sex or functional medicine world, they actually don't talk about sex that much. So that's why I brought the sexology component into it and said, okay, we need to be addressing this. But in the functional medicine approach, we're looking for root cause. So if somebody comes in and they've had a great sex life, they're in a fantastic relationship and all of a sudden their sex drive is gone and they've just turned 55, then you can pretty much say, yeah, your hormones are probably dumping and we need to really look at those, right? But let's say we have a 28 year old that's coming in. You know, and, and she's got something totally different going on and you start scratching the surface of your questions and you find out that she's in an abusive relationship, right? And so that's what I love about functional medicine is it takes in that emotional, psychological component that you're asking those questions. It's so important. I think that's exactly right, that we're not afraid to ask these questions. And it is hard for women to find a safe resource to ask questions. Where do you guide them? We definitely have our website. So functionalsexology.com for Dr. Keisha Ewers. And if you are in Seattle, that's where they can see you in person, right? Right. Yeah, we're outside of Seattle and Issaquah. And I do, you know, Skype consultations and phone consultations with people all over the world, um, you know, from Africa to Australia. So I just think it's so important that people are able to access people like you, Anna, and people like me that will actually take those questions and not be uncomfortable with them and develop a plan of care where they can be really healed from the inside out. That's the other thing functional medicine will look at is, well, are you detoxifying everything okay? Are your cells healthy? You know, do you have enough energy? What else is going on in your body? Is your thyroid okay? Are your adrenal glands okay? Is your hair falling out? You know, all of the things that a lot of times if you go in and see your general practitioner and you have acne and also a low sex drive, they may not put those two together. Right. And they right? put you on birth control pills. That's exactly. Just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So it's looking at the full dimension. 
Thank you for watching this video. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel here and get those notifications and comment below. Let me know your thoughts, what you loved and what your action step is.